answer for me. The answer might be, I don't know. So, ma'ot chadash. What else is no? So, I don't know. Now, um, the parts. Um, can I see um, the, uh, what, what you have there? Those are for the past two. So for the first time since you've known me, I made a mistake. It will never happen again. Okay? Never, never. Yeah? Because I don't make mistakes. Yeah? Um, yes. The reason I have two here, because I was supposed to give one to our uh, favorite, one of our favorite resident South Africans, and I didn't. Understand? Okay. I, okay. I don't want to take the time now of... Um, okay. To go into the agony of making this and, you know. Okay. I, I don't remember we were holding last week. But I don't believe we did this, but if we did... We're gonna. We're going to continue from it. I think I did tell you about the mice where the guy decided he's gonna smoke the cigarette, and the doctor came in, and he decided not smoking the cigarette. We spoke. We mentioned that. So what do we say? What do you see from that? As Matasio says, is that we think we don't have control over our thoughts, but really we do. All I needed was to have the doctor walk into the room, and I'm not lighting up. So you see, I do have control, yeah? Now, he goes on to say, yeah, there was one place in our upbringing where most of the time, most people did not choose to control us. Most people try and control behavior. Parents try and control behavior. Teachers try and control behavior. What you do matters. In some schools, it can be very, very, uh, very strongly enforced, and the guidelines are very narrow and very tight. Could be. Some places, it's not, but there's always a, um, the effort is to control behavior. Most of the time, there isn't an effort made to control thought. So what the says. I need to explain this for a few minutes. But the truth is um, that real chinuch is controlling thought. How do you control thought? By not trying to control it. The worst way to teach someone something is to tell them. Okay? Now, I need to explain that a little better, but there's two kinds of things that you want to teach. 
you want to teach a skill. You want to teach someone how to play piano or how to um, swim. So the nonverbal messages are peripheral. They're minor. I need to show you how to play the piano. What do you do? How do you swim? The nonverbal part is only auxiliary in that does my teacher believe in me? Does my teacher think I have potential? Is my teacher does my teacher like me? He or she is happy when I you know when I do it right. So that will improve uh, my performance. But you can't teach me something specific, uh, a, a a skill or a talent non-verbally. There's instructions of what you're supposed to do. Now, it could be you'll figure out a better way to play handball, but first, this is the way it's been done until now. You might have another way, yeah? Um, there was one pitcher in the history of the major leagues who pitched underhanded, like in softball. It happened once. I guess he had his way of doing things, yeah? But he first had to learn to do it overhand before he could learn to do it underhand, yeah? That's when you need to teach a skill. You have to be verbal, you have to be clear, and you shouldn't talk too much. You should be clear. But when you, what we're talking about, uh, a, a human being, yeah? Building a person, which maybe you want to call it chinuch or emuna, you want to do something to the person's inner world. You want to change them inside, so then it's better done non-verbally. Why? Because Mori Rabbi Zechet Sadik Levracha used to say, People like their own tyra. If I can come to a conclusion on my own, I will stick with that conclusion more tenaciously than I will if you tell me. That's the way we're built. That's why children uh, learn most of their basic life skills before they go to school. A wise Gentile once said that if we had to teach kids how to speak in school, they would never learn. Why? Because what would they do in school? They'd say, okay, in the first grade you have to hold your tongue like this. We all practice holding it like this. And if someone holds it wrong, so they get corrected. And then there's a sound, th, th. And again, th. David, no, it's like, th. David, th. okay. And then, uh, they start with sounds. Bah, bah, bah. No, David, bah, bah. And then you have, you grab, by the time you're in third grade, you have syllables. Yeah? Re, re, st, rest. Yeah? And then you, by the time they're in fifth grade, there are a few survivors who get up and say, Run, spot, run, and everyone claps. Most of the class can't talk. Okay, that's what would happen. 
Yeah? But what happens? Who teaches, who teaches kids how to talk? Mothers do. Now, uh, we have a two-month-old granddaughter in the house, and my daughter talks to her like, what's wrong with you? Like, you really think she understands anything? Like they say in it, no. Yeah? So why does she talk to her? And then when finally this girl at maybe the age of two or two and a half says, wow, 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 and the mother knows that she kid wants water. No one else in the Milky Way knows that that's water. Yeah? No one. But the mother knows it's water, and guess what? The kid gets the water. Yeah? My child, one of my children, had a word, ninny. Ninny, we knew the kid meant a pacifier. So he, whatever he said, and then he got his pacifier. Guess what? He kept the word. And that became his word, because it got him what he wanted. But he learned it. So the mother catches the kid doing something right and reacts to it. So the kid learned, oh, the kid's teaching himself how to talk. Yeah? So the truth is, Chinuch is reaching a person's mind, but only because he lets you. This is very important because he lets you. The, the, the moment you start f trying to force him into it, he'll close up. Repeat after me. I love Hashem. Now, repeat after me. No, that doesn't go. I'm trying to get you, I'm telling you what to believe, what you should know, what you should feel. There's going to be a pushback. Yeah? So, but that's because the person made the decision. So what happened is that the in independence is in the head. No one really controls that. Even the one who's molding it, is shaping it, is being mechanachet, is not doing it because he's controlling it. It's because the mind has decided it wanted to be controlled. Either because you love the person, or you perceive the person loves you, or it makes sense to you, or it made an impression on you. Yeah. Made an impression. I understand. We didn't say anything. Yeah. But I learned it. You didn't teach it to me. As you taught it to me, but I decided to learn it. So what goes on in the head is always independent. A wise educator, a wise parent, knows how things form in a person's head. And that's chinuch. I mean, it can be done. You can chinuch for bad things also. Yeah? So what's boiling down is that the place where I have control, and I insist on exercising control, isn't, isn't in my thoughts. Now, if you try and force someone to think something, either they will give in and have no mind at all, we call that brainwashing, or they will rebel. Okay? Kids who are held like that and told all the time what to do, either they become indecisive people who say, just tell me what to do and finish, or they will rebel. Healthier people rebel. Okay? So what we're going down over here is... We want to take that place in the human psyche, in the human build, that was always independent, 
and teach the person that not only is it independent the mitzvahs, it's independent because you can take control over it. No one ever realized that the one place where they exercise control is in their mind. They always thought that I can't control my mind. I'm going to control my mind. I'm going to concentrate. I can't concentrate. Concentrating is very hard. Yeah? But the reality is that's the place where I've always exercised freedom. I may not have been. I may have been afraid to say something, or I may have felt I needed to say something, or do something, or be something. But no one, unless again a very wise educator or a very evil, evil educator, is able to get to the mind also. But most people are just trying to teach you, teach you information, teach you things, teach you ideas. But they don't try. Uh, Either because they're not talented enough, or it doesn't occur to them, or they realize that you know it doesn't. You know, I can't force anything in your head. That's why it says, "Ein ein benachas." The Goyin says, "Nigeres is only benachas." I can shove something in. I can give you a bechina. Uh, you're going to get shot if you get less than a 90. I uh, will hang you out the window over here for an hour. You, you'll get a perfect grade. Yeah? But you're going to forget it. Once it's no longer necessary to remember, you won't remember it anymore. You can't force information to a mind. And if it's in the Kiboyim, believe it shall Adam. That's why in the Brichas Atari we say Vaharevna. Because if it's not sweet, it doesn't go in. That's the Kali, the, the medium of what says of, of learning is sweetness. If it's not sweet, it's not, it's not it doesn't stay. So when we ask that, when you make that bracha, we're not asking for a good time. We're asking to have the Kalim for Kviyas that's the only place we ask for it to be sweet. Because there it has to be sweet. I hope it doesn't stick. Yeah? Oh. So in the mail, that place that you thought that you had the least control over, you really, it's the only place where you have real control and have always exercised real control. The only thing is, you never focused on something for very long. Why? Because you grew up in a culture where there will do a lot of distractions. Either uh, TV and movies, or, or uh, everything's going on, there's always things going on, yeah? Uh, maybe your parents kept you occupied. Parents ask me all the time, my kid can't, always needs me to, to be with him, to occupy him. I'm a three-year-old, yeah? Because he does not occupy himself. Because the mind is never occupied. It's, it's over-occupied, it's always moving. So what we're doing now... And the next step is I wanted you to understand that this is not as hard as you think it is. This is the only place where you really have control. It's like the morale says, Because in your goof and your mummin, someone can take control, they can tie you up. But in your mind, they can't control you. That's what he says on that mission. That's Shlaim and Samach Shava. So we're not, after all the weeks we've been leading up to things, understand that the things we're doing are not hard. They're just foreign. You were never asked to do that. 
to focus and think about one thing for a, a, a period of time. Uh, now, one thing can be one Mishnah, one Daf Gemara, one Mesechta. The bigger you make the one, so then the less focused you are. The, the, the ultimate of focus is to take one thing and just look, think about that. The smaller area, the bigger the concentration. So we can't start from where it's hard. But that the goal is to be able to... The, the reason we pick, I picked this subject is because the only thing that's really yours and no one can take away from you is your mind. Unless you let them. No one can, no one can take that away. It's not shaykh. Yeah? I can just go somewhere else. I can think about something else. Doshiv is a Levrocha, had to have a dental procedure, and, and he found out that if he gets this, uh, uh, what do you call this, anesthesia, he's going to be knocked out for hours. So just give me, I remember what happened. Just give me, give me a couple of minutes, I'm going to get into a Rambam, then you do whatever you want. He, all, all, all the nerve endings were taken up with the Rambam. Now, you're not going to get there, right? Same thing happened with Rav Shach. Rav Lazy Ginsburg, Cheryl Ginsburg said he saw it. This man, he just put himself somewhere else, and then, you know, just do whatever you need to do. They, they said, Rabbi, we're going to have to tie you up. Say, you want to tie me up? Tie me up. You don't have to, but if you think you do, it'll tie me up. He had control. But Rashach could cry. When Rashach heard that an Israeli soldier, a secular Israeli soldier, in case some of you may think that that's a different kind of Israeli soldier, okay, was killed, he started crying. He started crying. What Shaykh says he have? He was a very soft person of Shach, but he was tough. It's not. It's not a stira. My Rebbe, I took him to see the Kaisal Maravi. The first time he saw it, he broke down sobbing like a baby. But when Barry Septimus had to do, it took him for a medical procedure. Maybe I told you this already. Yeah, for a medical procedure, and the doctor had to know how much pain can he take. Yeah. So he had to do a test, and Rebbe got up to nine on a scale of ten to stop, and Barry said, wait, I'd like to take that test. He was much younger, and he got up to two. So the same person that could handle all that pain will break down crying like a baby when he sees the Kaisal. What's the Pshat? Pshat is you're in control. You're in control. I feel, I want to let myself, I want to feel the Tzadji now. I want to feel the chum in my body. Say, "Crave, cried, mops like a baby." But when I'm not, so I'm not. Which what am I supposed? His, his mind is in control. Mind is not the opposite of emotion. Mind, mind is in control of emotion. The goyin, right, end of Purim, came completely sober. Understand? Immediately. So, we're talking about the ability to take that which is yours. I was always yours, and the only thing that is really yours, and using it for the tool that you wanted for. Okay. 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 The fact that the Torah gave us a tzivoy of loy sachmaid, that means we're able to do this. How do you have it civilly? How do you have it civilly on the mind? Don't cover it. But I cover it. The answer is you cannot cover it. Depends what you choose to think about. 
And the Ibn Ezra's famous example on Lois Ahmed is a person who's running towards a taiva over an iced over river, and then he slips. On the way down, he doesn't have any taiva anymore. He has fear. Like, what happened? One thought replaced the other. That's all. So instead of it happening to you, you can do it manually. You can put your head somewhere else. This is Rav Oba's Eitzah on Jaffa Road. If there's people there who are not dressed properly, I took a group of Bali Truva to him, and the first question they asked him was, from how do you control your eyes on Jaffa Road? I hope none of you know where Jaffa Road is even. Okay? So that's what he said. Man Malchi Rabbanon, Gmon Gitin. It's a Pasuk. It's a Pasuk. There's Dash and then Gitin. Who's Malchi Rabbanon? Yeah? No, no, that's the Gemara. Be Malochim Leichu, Man Malchi Rabbanon, because they have control of their minds. So once you have control of your mind, you can think about what you want to think about. Okay? I flew to Toronto. Never again, believe me, they're not on a 757. There's a screen right in front of me for 12 hours. So I had my my laptop and my shirim, but you think that I couldn't, I, I was able to not look at the screen for 12 hours? What's that? The bunch had Rahmanis on me. It was a Superman movie. Okay? They, I, they still have Superman movies, I don't know. Yeah? So, they should Rahmanis, but I wonder why. What am I supposed to do? I'm not on that level yet. So it means you take a 777, you sit upstairs, and it's a library. And finished. I, I can't sit in front of a screen for 12 hours and not look. It's too hard. Okay. So therefore, what that means from this Ibn Ezra, it means that you can replace a thought with another thought. That's where we're talking about now. When, when we talk about focus... We're not yet talking about, I'm only going to think about this now for the next hour. It's too hard. But can you replace one thought with another thought? Go from one place to another. I'll give you a marshal. Um, and we'll have to continue with this. There was a bacha in an in in Israeli shiva where I was mashkech who had a problem with impure thoughts. He went to a psychologist. Um, I didn't send him to the psychologist, but he went and he told me. And this guy told him he should construct a list of two-minute memories, happy memories, that when a thought comes into his mind, he can replace it with one of these happy memories. And by the way, two minutes is a very long time. Right? Right? Two minutes is a long time. Yeah? And have three or four of those memories, and and that's what you should do. So here, the question isn't necessarily focusing on this, but focusing away from this. So you could take take twenty memories, or you know, I don't know uh, if you if, if there was a a clean war movie. So you can think about that also. Next time we're going to talk, and believe me, that you'll. Um, what? Two minutes fast. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. It is the um, is 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 um, is is a, is a higher level of this, right?
Yeah? And you'll, you'll, you'll copy this for next time. But right now, learn that there's such a thing as taking control of what I want, of what I want to think about. You're sitting in the base mattress, nothing wrong is going on. You're not having any bad thoughts. Yeah? You could decide, right now, I want to look at that parochas. I'm thinking, you know, let me study the parochas. If you're learning, it's probably a bit tired to do that. Whatever it might be, yeah? Um, decide that this is what I want to think about and think about it for a minute or two. In other words, um, I, we took one step at a time. It's first not, you know, when if, if any of you drive, you know, a stick shift, so you have to, before the car is moving, you're supposed to learn, you have to, you know, press down on the clutch, if that's still true. I haven't driven in a very long time. They still have clutches. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's still have clutches. So you move it, you practice moving, and you remember where neutral is and where second is, you know. If you're Israeli, where drive is. <laughs> okay. It's like, you know, So right now, we're just at the shift, and we're not, we're not racing anywhere. But just get the feel of it. I am now going to decide to think about something else. Now, if you're learning, I'm not telling you to stop learning, but there are many opportunities during the day to take control of your mind in the easiest way possible. We will get to the four things that we spoke about once. Look at them more carefully. The easiest step is, now I'm going to think about this something interesting, something easy, for not a very long time. Just It's a manual. Get used to the feeling of, I am not going to think about this and then do it. Um, I, I, I once uh, I once used to learning how to play tennis as an example. And it was actually a tennis teacher in the class. And so he's right. How do you learn how to make the, how do you learn to, learn how to play tennis? Yeah? You do the right stroke slowly and perfectly. And then again and again and again and again and again and again. So then you do the right stroke perfectly quickly. Which is quickly and slowly. It's the same thing, except faster. That's all. So right now, the crucial first step is you have decided, I am now going to think about this and do so. And that's all. Okay? For a minute. But to practice the idea of, of manually shifting where your mind goes, in, instead of having your mind take you where, you where it wants you to go. Or all of your surroundings can take you everywhere. Right? Oh, that's a nice curtain. There's nice drapes. Oh, there's this and there's this. That's... So your mind's in control. We mentioned last week, two weeks ago, about these birds that look back and look all around all the time. They have no, or when something has no weight in it, so the wind keeps moving it. But if you have weight in it, so it doesn't move. So right now I am doing this. But it, the main point is, it's a decision. It's manual. One day it'll be automatic. What's quick? Think what's in slow and quick. Slow is manual and quick is automatic. Okay, so that's what I suggest that you do. Everybody knows that well.